morning everyone and welcome to another episode of you and your mental health yes it's your host your girl Uyi Jenny Eberhorn and I am so glad to be here again it's been a very long time and I know so many of you are wondering why I have been off air for a while well it's it's nothing um, serious it's been a roller coaster as you know this has been something I do part-time so I've had a lot on my plate there are a lot of things I needed to take care of and that has taken me away from doing the normal weekly scheduled um, podcast but I'm glad to be back again here with you and on today's podcast we're going to be discussing something very important which is communication and emotional intelligence in this post-COVID-19 era. Um, I know it's not an era that is over yet. There's a lot of people that are still suffering and going through um, COVID-19. The world out there, people are experiencing second waves. There are families still losing their loved ones. There are incidences of um, hospitalization increasing all over America, parts of Europe, and in Nigeria here, government lately has been telling us that there could be a second wave if people do not adhere to public health safety guidelines. And um, when you're out there, you see that a lot of people have thrown caution to the wind. People have just done all sorts of things and not mindful that we're still in an era of a pandemic. And of course, everyone who has followed this pandemic trend from the beginning would see that COVID-19 has dealt devastating blows to economies, to families, to even individual lives. So it has become imperative for us to talk about communication, emotional intelligence post-COVID-19 and even in the COVID-19 era as we are still experiencing it. So we're going to talk about how to communicate with people at this time, you know, how we should handle our emotions and all of that. Those are the things I'm looking to bring to bear on today's podcast so we're going to put it into um different segments as time will permit i'm going to try as much as possible to make it short and precise so please stay tuned i'll be right back after this short break Welcome back from our music break. Back to life. That's an old song. I love that song so much. So um, I had to just share a bit of that with you. So we're going to get right into it. On this segment, we're going to be discussing and um, giving a brief history of what COVID-19 is. We're talking about communication, what communication is, and um, what is emotional intelligence. We're going to be doing a bit of definition of all of these terms and then how to go about developing our um, emotional intelligence in this post-COVID-19 era. Of course, many of us were not prepared for the COVID-19 world we currently are all living in today. I'm sure that a lot of us um, had uncertainty. Many people still do not believe that this pandemic 
is real so many people have their doubts because it's a controversial pandemic and it's understandable why some people have their doubts about it but this virus has also taken a lot of people by surprise it's it was a rude shock to many in that they lost family members families were separated they could no longer be with them the moment they got infected um, millions of deaths all over the world over a million people had died from this virus we have over um, 30 million infections world over um, America Brazil Spain China being the worst hits with COVID-19 so um, the Nova coronavirus outbreak was first noticed at the seafood market in Wuhan that's Hunan in Hubei province of China now this market is where bats snakes civets raccoons and other animals are sold to people and that's where this virus was first noticed what's coronavirus coronavirus is a class of viruses belonging to a particular strain but this is a novel one so because of that it was called the SARS-CoV-2 virus because it's new it moves from animals to humans how that happened is still being investigated as there's no clarity on how the virus moved from animals to humans except through consumption as are being bandied about and for us as a nation we had our first index case on the 27th of february 2020 and you know this virus has spread all over the world and um as a result of that economies have suffered lockdowns everywhere countries had to be grinded to a halt international travel stood still domestic travel stood still we couldn't go from one state to the other and it was the same all over now there's a second wave already happening in some parts of europe uk has seen more restrictions tighter restrictions in some places lockdowns. some places are having partial restrictions and we have been warned here also in nigeria that we could have a second wave i'm praying and hoping that that does not happen because a lot of lives were um changed by this virus people are struggling to recover from this pandemic now that brings us to the main discussion of communication and emotional intelligence what is communication what is communication um, as a leader communication is a very essential part of reaching out to your subordinates or to those who work with you it's, it's something that is it's essential it's like oxygen it's like the life of your business it's a skill that you need especially in this era of a pandemic so communication simply means imparting or exchanging information now communication is the act of conveying meaning from one entity or group to another through the use of mutually understood signs symbols and semiotic rules the formation of communication could be to motivate or to reason now the message composition could require encoding and decoding so basically it's exchanging information by speaking writing pictorials using um, photographs and all of that that's what communication is now what is emotional intelligence emotional intelligence is at the core of being um, able to make a shift and that's what makes you attain that 
adjectives that are being used to describe com- um, stellar communicators, people that are good communicators. Emotional intelligence is what sets them apart. And research has shown that emotional intelligence accounts for nearly 90% of what performers and communicators use to set themselves apart from others. Okay, now it's, it's at the core of being able to make shifts, you know, from helping, it helps you to attain um, different levels at your workplace it helps you understand people around you it's very easy to talk about emotional intelligence because there has been a lot of articles written out there but in real practice behavioral change is something that is very hard and it takes time you have to practice it little by little to be able to master it and that's exactly what emotional intelligence requires now what is emotional intelligence it is the ability to identify, understand, and manage emotions. Now, it's being able to listen to what is being said and understand the meaning behind the words that are being said and to respond with empathy. It is making emotions to work for you and not work against you. That's just what emotional intelligence is all about. It's making emotions work for you and not against you. So what are the five components of emotional intelligence? The five components of emotional intelligence include self-awareness, self-management, empathy, relationship management, and effective communication. These are the five components of emotional intelligence. Um, intelligence now when we talk about self-awareness it simply is saying that you should spend time to understand who you are know who you are understand your strengths your weakness your values what ticks you off what drives you off the edge it's something that you need to know that will help you understand yourself and understand how you need to react to other people. It helps you understand your emotional and reactional tendencies. So it is necessary for you to be self-aware. Now, when we talk about self-awareness, it is you asking yourself, am I aware of my own tendencies? When stressed, how do I process things? Am I verbal? Am I the kind of person who always talks about it when um, I face stress? Or I'm the one that just look for a task and move all of my stress upon that task? is what kind of triggers do i have is my fear triggered by the fear of others around me how do people experience me when people come around me do they feel peace are they afraid to talk to me or are they free to talk to me these are some of the things that self-awareness does to you when you're self-aware it helps you understand these things then self-management is basically talking about you know am i able to moderate my behavior in ways to help me and to help those around me now when you're already self-aware self-management comes in that's where you have to think that uh, can i moderate my behavior can i act in a way that is appropriate with the situation on ground in the way that it will help me and those around me be it my team members or even my family or friends then um there's empathy empathy is simply putting yourself in the position of others so you have to develop that empathy is part of it 
relationship management of course everyone comes from a family entity you have friends you have work relationships you should be able to manage these relationships for positive optimal results then effective communication you should be able to communicate effectively in that when somebody is listening to you or somebody gets your message it is not misunderstood or misconstrued so that's what effective communication and relationship management is all about when we're talking about the five components of emotional intelligence now we're going to go on a short break and when we come back we're going to talk about how to develop emotional intelligence now when we're able to develop emotional intelligence you are able to communicate appropriately in the post covid 19 era please stay tuned i'll be right back after this interlude Welcome back to this segment. Now, on this segment, we're going to talk about how to develop emotional intelligence. And um, it's still five components we have here, just like we already mentioned before, um, with slight um, difference. Now, self-assessment. Simply, when we talk about self-assessment, we're busy. We're simply referring to us taking our time to recognize our emotions. Recognize your emotion. Recognize your strength, your weakness your values, what you place value on, what drives you, what makes you happy, what makes you angry, and then know how this impacts others. How does these actions of yours impact the next person? How does it impact your work colleague? How does it impact on your deliverables daily? These are some of the things you need to understand where you're talking about self-assessment. These are the things you need to develop. Wake up in the morning, you write out things that would likely make you angry that day, things that would make you happy, things that you need to do, the tasks you need to carry out for the day. Then discipline. Discipline is um, where self-management is concerned. You have to be able to control and direct your disruptive emotions like anger you know adapt to the changing environment we are now in a post in a post-covid era where it is required for us to wear a face mask when we are out of our house when the marketplace we have to wear a face mask we're going to a bank we have to wear a face mask you're taking public transport you have to have a face mask on it takes a lot of discipline to understand that it's not about you but also about protecting the next person so this all requires discipline when an area where you have to stand two meters apart in fact i was watching the news and i was i was shocked you know now there's no longer that communal lifestyle for many people so it's driving them on edge so you have to be able to adapt yourself to a changing environment you know where you are able to understand your terrain and be very very comfortable with it you know that way you are able to keep your team moving and in a positive direction when you are able to rein in all of your emotions then empathy and compassion empathy simply is saying put yourself in someone else's shoes he's saying okay if somebody does this to me how am i going to react if someone slaps me the way i have slapped this person how would i react 
if someone appreciates me the way I've appreciated this person, how would I react? That's what empathy is, putting yourself in somebody else's shoe, exchanging your position with someone else and seeing how you would feel and understanding how they would react. That's what empathy and compassion is all about. Okay, understanding how they feel or react to certain situations. And that feelings will motivate you to compassion, to help them when they, there is need for help. Especially in a time where many colleagues have lost their jobs, many people are out of a job. It will drive you to help where you can help. You have food items, you probably know that you have more than enough. You look at your next door neighbor and you say, oh, this person is hungry and you give out a bit of what you have that's what we're talking about you look at your colleague who probably is out of a job and you're able to say okay take use this and start up something that's what we're talking about when we're talking about empathy and showing compassion then relationship management we all come from family segments we all work in one office or the other we've been in one association or the other we should build positive relationships around us in that when we require help or assistance, these people are ready and willing to help us. That's the essence of having proper relationship management. Then effective communication. Effective communication is of utmost importance where emotional intelligence is concerned. It is very important to be able to communicate. Now, we were talking about empathy a while ago. Empathy, a lot has been written about empathy. You know, empathy includes mental awareness. Imagining you are the next person, like I already said. Communication, what to say, how to say it, and when to say it. Then the physical also, observing your tone and your gestures. Now, that is where I'm going to talk more about um, effective communication. There's the observation of tones and gestures. The more attention you focus on who you are speaking to, the more your thoughts will align and resonate with that person. We should learn to listen more and talk less when somebody else is talking. That way our emotions are able to resonate because we're able to listen and understand just not the words the person is saying, but their body language and their gestures. A professor of sociology once said that effective communication is 7% words we say and 93% the tone and our body language. Okay, understanding, misunderstanding and lack of communication is the basis of most problems we are facing in our families, in our workplace. It is what causes failure in most of these organizations it's what causes breakdowns in relationship misunderstanding and lack of proper communication so effective communication in the workplace builds strengths and the lack of it leads to frustration confusion and bitterness so when you communicate effectively in your workplace you encourage one another you're able to hold on to one another and you're able to push forward in um, helping one another where this is all Concern. Do not be afraid to label your fears. Label your fears. When you label your fears, you are able to diffuse them. That is what communication and emotional intelligence is all about. Um, I'll be right back after the short break.
Welcome back to the concluding episode or segment of today's podcast. Um, we've been talking about emotional intelligence communication post-COVID-19. I just want to reiterate here that good, clear communication also enables alignment and the shared sense of purpose among leaders, among subordinates, um, at the workplace, even in your family, your relationships. Good, clear communication is very important. And that emotional intelligence cannot be overemphasized. It is a very, very powerful tool. It is critical for improving our work relationships. It's critical for improving our family relationships and even our family lives. It is critical in creating a healthy and productive workplace for the organization and even your teammates for building a great organizational culture. So I'm going to leave you with this question. How are you relating with your colleagues in this COVID-19 era? How do you intend to relate with your colleagues post-COVID-19? Has your approach changed during this COVID-19? These are questions you should ponder on. I'd appreciate it if you can leave your answers in the comment section. Feel free to send me your emails. Feel free to send your suggestions. I still remain Uyi Jenny Ebohon on Facebook. Uyi Apparel on Twitter, Uyi Edwards on Instagram, or you can send me an email at uyiedwards at gmail.com. I'll be there to attend to your emails, I'll be there to read your comments and your suggestions. Till I come your way again on the next episode of You and Your Mental Health, I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite songs by Lucky Dube. Do have a wonderful time till I come your way again. Bye, I love you, ciao. Sleep.
I pray the Lord my soul to keep And if I die before I wake I pray the Lord my soul to take